This is Brittany Madeira, the host of Contact, and the show that you're about to listen to is a replay of an episode that we did back in March of 2021. Any specific dates or events might be different this year. However, the meaning is still the same. We're talking about the true meaning of Lent and Easter. Let's get started. Contact. Well, with the uh, help of our friends at Dubois Central Catholic, today on Contact, we're answering some of the most common and also some of the most difficult questions about the Lenten season, about Lent. So Becky Dutra, uh, she is the high school theology teacher and campus minister at DCC, and Jody Stewart, she is the middle school theology teacher, uh, with us today talking about what exactly Lent is from the very basic questions to, you know, the, the common questions that we have about why is there no meat on Fridays, but fish is allowed. Why do we celebrate Easter every year at a different time? And uh, why giving up something for those 40 days can be really meaningful and impactful for your life. And also what anybody, regardless of their religion, can learn from Lent. More about that coming up here on Contact. Your host, Brittany Madeira, the guests, Becky Dutra and Jody Stewart, and the show Contact. This portion brought to us by Lifespan Family Services, Adoption and Foster Care. 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. And here on Contact this morning, we have Becky Dutra and Jody Stewart. Thank you so much for making the trip here uh, to our radio station and making some time for us this morning. And today, we're, we're kind of in the thick of it. Um, Easter is Sunday, April 4th. So I think we're, we're right about in the, the middle of the Lenten season. So let's start off with the very basic, basic, basics. What is Lent? First, I want to say thank you for having us. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, Lent is a time to renew. It's a time for penance. It's a time to um, search your soul, Mm. to to prepare for the resurrection of, of Christ. Right. And again, I mean, this is what leads up to Easter. And, and Easter is, well, it's, it's the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. So this is what comes beforehand. This is us preparing for that, correct? Correct. Um, now, Jody, you work with the younger kids, and, and Becky, you work with the, the older students at Dubois Central Catholic School. So we'll, we'll talk about the students a little bit later as well. But I guess what I'm asking you to do for us this morning is for, for you to teach all of us. So um, hopefully we are good students this morning for you. <laughs> um, you're, you're coming to us from Dubois Central Catholic School, and I think a lot of people associate the Lenten season with Catholicism as well. So how specifically does the, the Catholic community mark Lent? Well, we start Lent with Ash Wednesday mm-hmm. and, and the ashes on the forehead that remind us that, you know, we are dust and we will return to dust. It, it gives you a little bit of a, a sense of who you really are and who you who you will become or what you will become. Right, yeah. And um, uh, Ash Wednesday was done a little bit differently this year because of COVID restrictions sprinkled on the head instead of um, the usual smudge on the forehead. So a little bit different, but the, the meaning is always it's there. It's still there, yes. Yeah. Um, this, this is a, a very common question. Jody. I'm going to throw this one to you. 
uh, why no meat on Fridays? Because that's maybe the most famous part of, of how Catholics mark Lent is, okay, no meat on Fridays, no meat on Ash Wednesday. Um, why? Why? Okay, well, that's okay. Um, Becky, I'm going to throw that to you then. Jody, we will come back to you. <laughs> but um, Becky, why is there no meat on Fridays during well, Lent? It's one of the oldest traditions in the Christian church ever since the crucifixion. Um, it has to do with the warm-blooded, fleshy meat. Okay. And Jesus himself was warm-blooded, and that's why they had originally stopped eating meat on Fridays. Okay. Um, and, and fish is still allowed then? Fish is still allowed, yes. Okay. They're they're not warm-blooded. They're cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I don't know if they have blood, but... <laughs> And I know uh, these are traditions, and these are uh, they're symbolic things that that we do uh, to mark the occasion. But um, it it is about the symbolism and the the meaning behind it. So Correct. if somebody absolutely, uh, especially for older people, or if you absolutely you know have to have that that pot roast or whatever it would be. You know, under certain circumstances, it's okay. Not only that, it's been done since. I mean since the very beginning of of christianity and it was originally every friday of the year oh wow and it was only recently since early 1960s since it became um just the fridays during lent yeah so that's a fairly fairly new yes, um, concept mm -hmm. yeah so uh and and also this is um this is definitely a part of the lenten season is a lot of restaurants nonprofits. this is um for for example how Part of them, like especially the nonprofits, raise some money during the Lenten season, but also have a chance for some fellowship and and really getting together. Unfortunately, not, not so quite much. as much during um, the the pandemic. However, um, under normal circumstances, you know that's that's a wonderful part of it is um, having that sense of community. That being said, Fridays during Lent, a lot of people doing the uh, the Lenten supper, suppers. So. Hopefully you can help me out with this because I'm not a great cook. Um, do you have any? Do you have any good recipes for Fridays? A lot of times we just do the Friday fish fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we go out for the you know the fried Friday fish dinners at a restaurant. Um, but I personally like salmon and scallops. Okay. No, no specific recipe. Just I like to make salmon and scallops. That's my favorite. Nice. And um, everybody has the different different things. I know some of them offer shrimp. Some of them offer haddock, salmon. Yours is the salmon and the scallops. That's that's what I personally make. Oh, okay. But when we go out for fish, everything. Li I like the ham. I like the haddock. The nice. So, yeah. uh, what about you, Jody? Um, my favorite meal to make would be pasta. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> because my family's Sicilian, so we've always done a lot of that. But the kick to my pasta is, I mean, it's pretty simple because I don't cook too much, but I make my grandfather's garlic bread. Oh, wow. And that makes the meal. Um, and it's very simple. Just he would butter it up, put some toast in the, you know, his special bread he'd put into the oven and bake it with tons of butter on it and garlic. Um, so that's the deal breaker for us. If we're eating at a restaurant, we usually pick box and get a large pineapple pizza. No meat, Ooh. but just the fruit on there. Pineapple pizza can be very divisive. So you might have just started a <laughs> started a fight here on the radio. Well, if you uh, want a restaurant, though, and and for pasta, my favorite is the pasta thermidor at Ooh. at uh, Moenas in Clearfield. Oh it's gosh, awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, we could we could talk about these and just turn it into a whole <laughs> show of meals. Um, I, and I love, you know, being able to support local restaurants during this time is great. And Jody, I love what you said about um, continuing to do your your grandfather's recipes, right? Yes. Yeah, because this is uh, any holiday. I think is a time where you're reflecting about your family and and your own situation at home and. That's what a lovely way of of keeping in touch with that part of your past as well. Um, food is is such a big part of that for a lot of us. So, yeah, you will survive if you don't eat meat on Fridays. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, the meaning behind it is, is still there. Um, another big thing that people do during Lent is giving things up of of kind of sacrificing something during those forty days. Um, I what purpose does that serve? Because Again, it's kind of the the symbolism of it. I talk to my kids about how there's a twofold purpose for giving something up. And the twofold purpose is first to sacrifice, Mm -hmm. to be able to sacrifice. And the second reason is to become, hopefully become better at the end of the 40 days. Lent is 40 days long um, to symbolize Jesus being in the desert to prepare for his public ministry for 40 days. So that's why we use that. Um, and we give something up, hopefully, to become better at the end. So, for example, I always use the example of soda. If you're giving up soda for Lent, that doesn't mean you tell mom to buy you cases of soda Easter Sunday and then go crazy <laughs> on it. That's not teaching self-control or discipline. Um, but hopefully you learn, like, maybe I liked water a little bit better after practice. Maybe I like that Gatorade. Maybe I like fruit in my water, whatever. Um, so... The other thing you can do, if there's nothing you really can give up, is we often talk about how you can actually take things on, too. So maybe I don't drink soda. Maybe I don't eat sweets. Maybe I don't do things that I could give up. But maybe I could spend more time with Grandpa. Maybe Mm -hmm. I could help my mom with the dishes a little bit more. Maybe I could spend an extra 15 minutes a day in prayer. Whatever you need so that you're sacrificing and making yourself better by the end of the 40 days, that's the main purpose. Yeah, service to others is is a big part of our discipline mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. round at Central. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I love that we started out with something um, Jody as simple as giving up that soda because that's um that is a thing you know that is a tangible thing that you can look at it and say okay we're not gonna have soda during these these forty days. Um, it might not feel so simple to to do that, but it's a fairly simple concept whenever you're comparing it to uh, more internal, maybe, growth. And and I love that you do that with the younger kids, too, of spending that time with Grandpa or helping Mom and Dad with the dishes and doing those things that are very internal reflections of who you want to be. And I think we can learn that as adults as well. Um, what do you tell the, the high school students uh, that might be a little bit different than the middle school students whenever they're reflecting on what they want to give up or take on. We talk more about service to others. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, going out and and doing something for your neighbor or doing something for your parents, just being part of the family, you know, um, the responsibilities that you have as, as being a part of your family. Um, but service to others is, is big in the high school. Yeah. Um, now for the older of us listening that are no longer in middle school or high school, would you say anything different to the adults of how to handle 
um, the sacrifices and, and maybe reflecting our, on ourselves during those 40 days? Or does it stay pretty consistent? I think it stays pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would tell them the same thing I do tell my middle schoolers. Mm -hmm. Find what you need to do. It is a very personal thing. It's between you and God. What do you need right now? Because maybe what you need is different than what I need. So no matter what stage you're in in life, you find what will make you better and what would be a sacrifice for you and then make the plan to tangibly do it. What, yeah. what makes you a better person. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's what Lent's all about. Right. Right. Making yeah. yourself better. I love that. Um, on that note... I think there are a lot of um, commonalities here that even if you don't mark the occasion of Lent, even if you don't celebrate Easter, uh, regardless of your religion, even if you're not Christian, there might be some things here to learn from Lent. Um, what do you think are some of the, the themes that, uh, even taking religion out of the equation, I'm not sure if you can ever fully do that, but what are the lessons here that are kind of universal? Self-discipline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, self-discipline and uh, like you said it's it's a transformative time. Those 40 mm -hmm. days can literally be a changing point for a lot of people um and maybe learning about yourself as well. Uh so we'll, let's um we have about 10 minutes here left to talk together. And I know we talked a lot about Lent and a lot about Easter. Speaking of Easter, this is a question that I feel like comes up every single Easter season. Why is the date always different? Can somebody concisely <laughs> tell me? The date for Easter was decided at the Council of Nicaea in the year 325. Um, bishops got together and and formulated a uh, a date, which is the first Sunday after the full moon of the vernal equinox. So that's why it's it can be the beginning of March. It can be the end of April. Depending and on when the vernal equinox is. I guess we're kind of, we're fortunate this year that it's not really too early or too late. It's about as middle of the road for a date for Easter yeah, as it gets. pretty much. Yeah, so uh, Sunday, April 4th is Easter this year. And there is a method behind it. There, There's reasoning behind it, but it is different every year. Um, we've talked a lot about Easter. We've talked a lot about the Lenten season. And thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, but since we have you in here from... Dubois Central Catholic, can we brag on our kids a little bit? Can we can we brag on our students a bit? Well, sure. We love to brag we on our that. kids. I'm so proud of my kids right now. Yeah. I knew you'd say that. Um, oh, okay, so specifically during Lent, we're going to go back to Lent. Um, what are the students at DCC doing for Lent? Right now, I have seventh grade working on a modified version of the Stations of the Cross. Um, last year, as sixth graders, they were to perform a play that is done for the public, and it is done. We take them to Christ the King Manor. I mean, we do a slew of things with them with this passion play, and they were ready to go. I mean, they were going on stage opening night, I think was maybe two weeks, and we got shut down. Yeah. You know, the world shut down. Yeah. So they, um, I wasn't going to do anything with any students this year, and then Becky had the idea, could you do a modified, you know, not in the auditorium, not open to the public, we'll stream it, and I'll have Becky talk about the streaming in a minute. But um, she said, could you do a simpler version? So I said, we can see if the seventh grade is up for that. We can rely on muscle memory. And I am blown away by what they remember from a year ago. I mean, things that I didn't even remember that we had changed or people we added, or, you know, because they're a bigger group. Right. So we had to try to fit more in. And they are blowing me away. They are focused. They are positive. They just, they remember so much. Oh, how cool. And it sounds like they're so excited about it as well, which is 
um, it's always nice to see that that kind of enthusiasm. Uh, like you said, though, modifications had to be made, as always. Um, so it's virtual this year. How does Ev that work? Everything is virtual this year. <laughs> um, it's nice in a way that we are finally using our chapel more. Um, mass used to be mass isn't used in the auditorium on a regular basis, but mm -hmm. now mass comes from the chapel, um, and it's virtual. It's it's there's a camera in the chapel, and it is streamed out to all the rooms, elementary, middle school, high school rooms, and that's what we'll do with the stations too. Um, during Lent, we have um, we've been having virtual stations, the the regular stations um, okay. every Tuesday, and. Um, that that's virtual and we send out the responses to the kids um via email and and they respond they sit in their classrooms and and respond and that's what we do with mass too yeah now uh it just it, it just occurred to me if if um you're not familiar with the catholic faith you might not realize what the stations are we're talking about the stations of the cross which can somebody give me a, a couple sentences of what that is for somebody who's never encountered it before it's the path that jesus walked we, we walk the path that Jesus walked in 14 stations, and then the 15th would be the resurrection. Mm. So steps along the way, like Jesus yeah. falls, um, he's made to carry his cross, he's condemned to death. I mean, I just said those backwards, but right. the idea that they are the 14 steps that would have been on the way. Simon helps him carry his cross. And there's right. reflection and prayer through each one of them. Yeah, and, and the students are obviously a big part of that, of actually reenacting. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, that's always a big part of, of Len at DCC. And I'm glad to see that continue in whatever circumstances we're able, we're able to do it this year. Um, I know that we're always proud of, of our students and, and Dubois Central Catholic kids, uh, time, and a t time and time again, I am so proud to see some of the things that they are doing. So uh, share with me something that you would like to tell the community that they might not realize that our Dubois Central Catholic kids are doing either during Lent or doing the entire year that maybe if they don't have a student at DCC or they're not a parent, what are we missing out on seeing these kids do? Service. One of the things that our kids do is service yeah. to others. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're required to do a certain amount of service in every grade. Um, but we hope that that becomes a natural thing for them. My seniors, not this year, of course, um, but every year for the last 18 years, we've been going to Christ the King Manor every week to visit the residents at Christ the King Manor. Oh, wow. So we do that on a, on a regular basis. And the kids obviously grow from that, and their residents are so appreciative of it. This year we have pen pals. We had to do pen pals because we can't go up and visit. Yeah, but still, that connection still continues in, yes. in whatever way it, it still can. We've had kids go back in their prom dresses because they wanted to show their resident, you know, how their prom dress. And oh, I love they, that. They make friends. They make connections. Yeah, and, and that's something that hopefully they carry with them for the rest of their lives. Yes. Um, and, and what a beautiful thing for the older students to do as they're, you know, eventually they're not going to be at Dubois Central Catholic any longer. They'll mm -hmm. always be your kids, but um, they won't be in that building. And But they're carrying part of, of DCC with them. Uh, and, and what a wonderful thing at the end of their DCC journey to be able to do. Now, for the middle schoolers, when they're 
well, I guess when they're ever in the middle of it, uh, what are they doing? Well, we do things, again, they are also required to have the individual service hours, um, which I think is such a natural part to them of them that they don't realize they're serving. Because a kid will say, I didn't get my hours. And I'll say, well, I saw you working that spaghetti dinner last week. What, did you jot that down? Oh, no. It's just who they are. Um, but we do things like caroling, if we're asked to carol places. Um, and again, the passion play at the manor. Um, Caroling is a big thing, and we do, or we'll do concerts. Like, I run the choir, too, and if we're asked to, you know, like, maybe go to St. Michael's Terrace, we've been there to do their dinners before, or um, the Rosary Altar Society, the ladies there, they'll have us come and do a dinner or whatever. So we use music quite a bit to do our service. Wonderful. Uh, It is such a special place, and, and I'm so glad to see the whole service continue um despite the the weird year that we've had they've had to be creative yeah (laughs) we will give them that there is no lack of creativity there um uh, we only have a a few moments left so let's just reflect for a moment especially as we're talking about the lenten season and uh, about easter the upcoming easter holiday um for those of us who are out of school but are still having this little lesson this morning about lent um, what are the big takeaways here? What are what are the things that we need to keep in mind as we're making the rest of this journey towards Easter for these next couple of weeks? We need to remember that Lent is a preparation for the holiest day of the year, the resurrection of our Lord. And the preparation that comes with that into the Triduum, which is Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. Um, it It is by far the most important day of the year. Yeah, keeping it uh, keep it holy and, and keep it sacred then. Um, Jody, what about you? What do we need to take away uh, at the end of our, gosh, we only have two minutes left together. <laughs> I would say also that idea of preparation um, to, again, just become better, work on, I mean, I think that self-growth is such a daily thing anyway that needs to be a part of our lives, constantly finding what you need to do to become closer to God, to become stronger in your faith. Um, and I think that just, again, that 40 days or a couple weeks left of finding whatever you need to do and just being courageous enough to do it when it's not easy. Wow. And remembering when you're doing it that Jesus gave up everything for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point there. Um, wow. Uh, this has gone so incredibly quickly. Before we wrap up, if somebody wants to continue, continue this conversation or um, they're hearing about the wonderful things that their students at DCC are doing, and maybe they're thinking okay, maybe maybe my family can be a part of DCC, or if they just want to continue having this lovely conversation with both of you, uh, how do they find more information about Dubois Central Catholic? Well, we're, on, we're online on Facebook, and plus you can just call the school. Any, we'll talk to you anytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, an easy step to take there. Uh, thank you so much, both of you, for coming in this morning. Uh, thank from you so Dubois much Central for having Catholic. us. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you you're for welcome. inviting us. And uh, preparing for the Easter holiday as we go through this Lenten season, big thank you to Becky Dutra from uh, Dubois Central Catholic. She is the high school theology teacher and Jody Stewart, the theology teacher in the middle school. So thank you both for being here this morning for us, making some time. Uh, Next week on the show, it's sort of part two about Hope Squad, which if you've listened a few weeks back, we heard from the founder of Hope Squad, Greg Hudnall, uh, of the group that connects kids together and prevents suicides in in a very tangible way in school districts. Uh, We heard from the founder a couple weeks ago, but this time we get the chance to hear directly from some of those young people uh, who have been affected, who have been a part of that group, 
and who are helping to change lives together. That'll be with uh, four different students coming up here on Connect FM. And, and we're very proud of them. They have been doing that for quite a long time and are such great speakers. So that'll be coming up next Thursday morning. This has been Contact, your host, Brittany Madeira, uh, taking over for Joe Taylor this year. Contact, this portion brought to us by Community County Services, family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Again, that was a pre-recorded episode, a replay of an episode that we had originally aired on March 11th, 2021. Although any of the specific dates and events might be different for this year, we hope you agree that the meaning of Lent and Easter is still the same.